What are you doing? Giving you half my cookie. Why? Make you feel better. Jesus. Scared of everything, but I'm making it punk a small town. I only drink to get drunk, don't go out much. Cause there's too many bugs and I'm way too obsessed with death to do any drugs. Jesus. So loud. Why did I make that so loud? I'll make that quieter for you guys so your eardrums don't fucking burst out. All right. Hi. How are you? All right. We need to do a necessary podcast. This should have been an emergency podcast. As um, most of my friends and um, dear listeners of this podcast, which there was more of before than now, because of um, hiatuses like the one I just had of two months, um, know that I'm big um fan of Oh no. Alright, no, we're good. Of um Ed Sheeran. I've been a fan, honestly, genuinely for like fourteen years, which is really weird to think of. Not fourteen, I think like around twelve. I remember watching this video, um, like on the because I use in my brother's um room, he had a computer. And when he was coming home from school, I would go and listen to it. That's where I got kind of my first obsessions with like Lincoln Park in Green Day was just looking up music videos. And I remember watching a music video for some singer songwriter. I think it was like, I think it was like a Jack Johnson song. And then there was, let me, I can actually bring up the video. It was actually a cover on this website on this, on this, it's actually a known YouTube channel called SBTV. And there was a, cover he did of All My Life, which is a song by Ms. Loppy, Ms. Lopi, which I believe he was like a guitar tech of, but he did a cover and I remember watching it, I was like, this guy's fucking incredible, and I was like 12 years old at the time. Yeah, this video's from 11 years ago, and I remember watching it and it was like, I, remember, I clearly remember it was like three months old at the time, and then I watched like four or five different of his other videos, and I was like, oh, this is the greatest artist of all time, and I've been a fan ever since. And after watching it, it was like, I remember looking up another video on the website, and it was like him rapping, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? This one. Exactly, right? Fucking exactly. I was like, this is the greatest artist of all time. Um, so I started listening, and then I would listen to him more, and then more, and then um, kind of off and on, because I was 11, and we didn't really have, um, but I was 12, and I was in middle school, and we didn't really have phones as much back then. And then, you know, I think um, Plus came out, and then I got a phone, and I listened to Plus, and then around sophomore year i think multiply came out and then i started listening to his back catalog i was like oh there's more songs there was um songs i wrote with amy there was um 
the you need me ep there was five eps in total the rapping one with the one rapper i forget the guy's name um there was the number five collaborations project i remember listening to all of them and then um that's where i also got into like passenger and fucking just like these random uk artists and literally like random artists like fucking skepta and jamie jme while everybody's listening to like I don't even know the fuck people listen to. I have friends in high school, but um, I was listening to whatever chip. I don't know, just random people you would talk to talk to about on interviews, um, and then um, you know, divide came out when I was in my freshman year at just after I um quit football in college. And I was quite confused-ish, and that I still think that's the greatest album. I know it's not, I know it's not the greatest album of all time. Like I know it's not, you know, like I fucking know, but I think it's the greatest album of all time. It's just fucking perfect. Like for me, it's my favorite album of all time. I think it's, I think it's fucking brilliant. Critics probably fucking hate it. They, I'm pretty sure they never. He always says that critics fucking hate him. Um, but that's probably more of a money thing than anything. It's like Kevin Hart says. There's too much money in it for me for them to give me a good review, which is fucking true. Um, and he also doesn't have like too much of like a like if you give Taylor Swift a bad review, like the the world's going to go after you. So you're better off just giving Taylor Swift a, a good review. So the fans still go after you. But I don't know if reputation was I don't know. Fucking whatever. We're not talking about fucking low-life critics. Um, now, he comes out with equals. He's a father. I was kind of... He was talking about it because it was supposed to go... He always talked about it going uh, divide, subtract, equals. And then he goes equals this time because he said he wanted to put... He has an acoustic album, which is subtract, which I always thought it was going to be an acoustic album because he wants to subtract it all down. But he makes equals because it's a little more, f- it's a more formed album. And there's the dance tune, Bad Habits. And there's the dance pop, Shivers song. And um, there's Two Step. And it's just a little more summery. And the idea was that the pandemic would be over by now. But um, that's obviously not the case. But, you know, he puts out this album. And um, I... I like him to the like I his music means too much of me too much too much to me for me to be like like upset about it like I like anything he put he 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 puts out I liked all I like just I fucking like all all the shit I like all of it um what's my favorite song of his maybe I don't know right now I love the LMA tune. That's like my favorite song of his right now. Um, and I like Cold Coffee. And I like She. I love Cold Coffee and She. Those are great. Um, and I think Hearts, so don't break around here. It's fucking fantastic. But this one, I'll rank his top 14 songs from this album. That's what I want to do. What do I give this album? A 50,000 out of 10. From But um, the top 14 songs. And I'll go 14 to 1. Mm, and I'm going to do this right from the top. 14. Um, 
14. Shivers. I never like his outland, like his um, straight up pop tunes, if that makes sense, at first. Like Sing, I like now. Shape of You, I like now. But immediately, I don't like, I never um, am like a huge fan of them. So I would put Shivers 14. I would put Be Right Now 13 because um, I think you're going up against some big fucking hitters. So we got 14 Shivers, 13 Be Right Now. I like Be I love Be Right Now. But you're dealing with some, um, in my mind, some heavy stuff. Um, 13, that one, 12. I know what's I I think I could I think I'm better doing it one to one like forming it one to fourteen. Number one is Tides. I fucking love Tides. I think that's his I think it's one of his better songs. Like of his whole billion song discography by now, his whole catalog. I think it's I think it's I put it in his top five. Um, number two, which I would put as no, his his number one song, his best song he's ever written, other than A Fire Love, I would put Visiting Hours, number two. Um, that song's fucking insane. Three, Collide. I love Collide. I just like the way it starts. One second. There's a vocal in here. Where is it? That one. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. Right now. Over. Fucking over. So that's number three. Um, number four is um, is the one before it. Leave your life. And I think it's a very interesting concept of a song being like, because he said he wrote it for his um, daughter, if, which is a, kind of a morbid idea of if he ever dies like on a plane or whatever, and his daughter was like six months at the time, she would never know that he loved him, loved her. Um, but um, this was like a historical document of like a song for her, like, hey, here. Um, so that's four. So we got Tides. Oh, man, I forgot. I think, oh, man, the song I listen to the most, though, is Overpass Graffiti. I think Overpass Graffiti is a fucking, fucking 10 out of 10. So we'll go Overpass Graffiti 5. Six. Six. You know what six is. It's love in slow motion. Love it. It's been a while since we've been alone. Just copyright infringement all over this podcast, but nobody listens to this, so um, it's okay. Just kidding. <laughs> um, number seven is number seven. Do I put the lullaby at seven or do I put first times at seven? We'll put first times at seven. 
Um, we'll put the lullaby at eight, Sandman. We'll put two step at nine. We'll put bad habits at ten. We'll put Joker and the Queen at eleven. That's low for that song, though. I think that song's really good. Eleven for Joker and the Queen. Twelve for the um. We'll put that at eleven or twelve, whichever one that is. And then thirteen will go shivers. Fourteen will go um. No, thirteen will go be right now. Fourteen will go shivers. Favorite moments from the album. Favorite lyrics. Um. How many times have I listened to the album? Like six hundred times. I can find my favorite lyrics. I know where they are. This segment. like this wall of sound is like in your fucking ear man it's in your ear um that's probably my favorite i like the headlines wrote headline wrote princess in the face i love that i like the bullet through your brain um what else favorite part i can go on for hours i love overpass graffiti the now there's a whole there's a contingency in the fan base because I don't really use Instagram. I've really cut off. I don't really use social media at all. Try it. Like, genuinely try it. You don't need it. Um, there's a kind of, But I do follow these two uh, fan pages. And there's um, these two kind of parts of the fan base that are like, should Overpass Graffiti be a ballad? Because he plays it as a ballad live, right? So we'll listen to the first part of it on the recording so a little you know footloose action It's a little more 80s style, but when he plays it kind of live, which was the first time I heard it, um, when he plays it live, he plays it. Oh, 
So yeah, it's a little more ballady. I think the song comes out a little bit more, if that makes sense. But I do like the duality of it. Of you have this kind of like upbeat version, um, and then you have this stripped back kind of sadder, melancholy version. Um, and yeah, I think that's I think that's a cool thing about his songs because you can play them all back on that um, on his loop on his loop pedal on his loop pedal. It just works. It's just, I think it's fucking fast. I I fucking love him. Like I don't really follow celebrities. I don't I don't care like not that I don't care about them. It's just like I see them as people and it's just like um like I was at the I was at I was at um I work at I don't think this matters. I work at Nordstrom and um because, you know, I need to have a job to pay for school. And um I, w- I was at the can- a candle, a very expensive candle section, and I, this guy said, excuse me, and I, like, got up, and it was fucking John Cena, and it was just, like, it was weird, because it's just, like, a, it's, like, a, per- I, my response was, what the fuck? <laughs> that was literally what my response was, um, and I could see him kind of chuckle, but it's just, like, he's still, he's still a person, you know, and all these people are still people, so, like, I don't really have a fascination with the celebrity, um, I have like fascination with like television shows and like stuff like that, but I do have a like I do revere this guy as a fucking like god type. I, I just like, li- but he's so like humble and shit like that, and he does these long form interviews now. Um, I don't know. I've always liked his music, and um, it's gotten me through some. You know, they say, like, oh, it's got me through some weird times. It has gotten me through um, some some fucking whatever, you know. Uh, so we can carry on. I did see. Uh, I'm not lying about the John so- the Cena story, though. My fucking friend, I told her, I was like, hey, John Cena, I literally just ran into him. She's like, you're lying. And I was like, he's downstairs. We can go right now. She's like, you're lying. And then we went, boom, saw her. Saw him. It's crazy. John Cena. Um, what, yeah, I like the, um, yeah, I think that's my, I think Tides is, Tides is my favorite song. I love Tides. I like all the lyrics for Tides. I actually like Bad Habits now. Um, I like Love in Slow Motion too. Collides is fucking shit. I just like the whole album. Should we go back and rank every all right we're gonna do every single album real quick our favorite we'll steal from the ringer so we'll go every single album slash smaller ep and we will um do our favorite song from each one 
we'll start with we'll start with um you need me 2009 you need me Mm, from you need me uh you have you need me i don't need you so be like you the city and sunburn i think we're gonna go with sunburn I know these lyrics, bro. I know all this shit. Um, I've literally listened to every single song of this. Ever. I think, like, I only listen to it, but it's kind of weird. Um, don't judge me though. From the 18 EP, um, the 18 Firefly Fall, Give Me Love. The A Team is too. The A Team is too. I'd say I'll 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 say Firefly. I love Firefly. The Slumdog Bridge with Yellow Wolf. <laughs> this fucking guy, Yellow Wolf, which is the most random fucking collab ever. Um, I like faces. Sounds so young. Um, songs I wrote with Amy was probably my favorite five, five song EP. So he has the next version of Fall, Fire Alarms, Where We Land, Cold Coffee, and She. This is a fucking nightmare. Ugh. I think it's Cold Coffee. listening to this song like when I was really little really early on like um, I don't know like 13 or 14 and being like dang these people in Britain and the UK or whatever overseas do whiskey and cocaine but then I realized it was whiskey and coca-cola We're not friends. Underrated song is this. Everything you are. I didn't mean to break your heart. I was just lonely. And everybody falls apart sometimes. Kick myself in the fucking dick. It's kind of weird looking back on this shit. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Does this still work? I just dropped my laptop. It's okay. <laughs> Alright, we're fine. Um, that was my testing. <laughs> um, Alright, now we're in the albums albums. 
we have plus plus our favorite song for plus it has to be the atm atm and give me love are excluded um i love this 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 has been my weight my ringtone for like my wake up thing my alarm for so long all right imagine this how can you wake up every single morning hear this and not have a good day this is my question right here not yet this My favorite song, though, from the album is probably, it's the morbid answer is Autumn Leaves, but I would probably say Wake Me Up. Wake Me Ups are so good. But you'll never know just, just how beautiful you are to me. I'm just in love when you wake up. You know what's weird? I could literally, if you're to be like, here's a million dollars, you have to save the universe, you have to write every single lyric to every single song on this album, I probably could do it. Um, no, I know I can. Loose Change, the EP. Um, I haven't listened to Homeless in so long. I like Let It Out. It kind of reminds me of a Cheaper by the Dozen soundtrack. a little bit of everything you are you give me life and a loss of oxygen I remember listening to this song very early on because um, he has this video I remember watching it actually I remember watching all these videos so early on of him playing with like a small ass one of those traveler backpack guitars and playing the song it was crazy all right, now we're getting into the juicy stuff. The deluxe version of X of uh, Multiply. So plus, our favorite song is Wake Me Up. Multiply, our favorite song is what? It is the runaway pick of this album. It is I See Fire. I See Fire, number one. Tenerife C, number two. Three is probably I Love Nina. Thank you. 
forgot that I was doing a podcast. I swear to God for a second. Sorry. Um, yeah. And one is also a great song, too. And then off of the five note, but that's five is all the um, five LPs combined. Divide. So multiply to divide. Dude, he takes so long. I wish he would release more albums at once. Which he said he was going to do. I know he's going to do his fucking um, play, stop, rewind, fast forward thing. I know he's going to do that. That's my prediction for his next five albums. He's going to do, because he said he's going to do five new symbols. He's going to have play, stop, rewind, fast forward, and I guess whatever. Play, stop, rewind, fast forward, and then I don't know what the last symbol is. Um You're probably releasing them 2026. All right, Divide. The best song from Divide. So you have Eraser, Castle on the Hill, Dive, Shape of You, Perfect, Galway Girl, Happier, New Man, Hearts Don't Break Around Here, What Do I Know, which is a fucking, fucking great fucking song about fucking losers. Care about their fucking stock markets. Um... How would you feel? Supermarket Flowers, which was one of the great top six songs of all time. Barcelona. Baby I Yeah Yeah, which is like a Paul Simon type of song. Nancy Mulligan. Um, and Save Myself. Number one for me is it's got to be either Perfect or um, Hearts Don't Break Around Here. I would just she is the sweetest thing that I know. See the way she holds me when the lights go low Shakes my soul like a pothole every time Took my heart up on a one-way trip I'm naming the Well, friends, my I thought I was recording, but my mic caught that that cut. I I thought I was recording to like I had 47 minutes, but I don't know why I didn't record. I don't know, like the mic went out, or so I don't know. But I was at to forty-seven minutes, and we're still at thirty. Um, what else did I talk about? Yeah, that's my favorite song from that album. Um, Tides is my favorite song from Equals, but yeah, it's weird being a fan. I've been a fan of his for so long. I forgot what I said, what I was talking about, and what I'm maybe repeating. But yeah, I've just been a fan of his for so long. What is it now? 12 years. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's just so... And he's still... He's killing it. He's one of the biggest artists ever. Genuinely. And I liked how he just doesn't, like, give a fuck. That he just disappears. Is not, like, captivated by the limelight. And just plays these crazy shows. 100... 100,000 people shows overseas. Even in the U.S., I saw him for like 81,000 people. It's just like one guy, guitar, loop station, and I think he's probably the best performer. He fucking kills it performing live. Because it's different. You, he's, it's different than everybody. I've seen everybody live. And it's just, he's like in a way, like when you see someone like Ariana Grande, um, Taylor Swift, I think kind of like, I don't know, Maroon 5, what are like bigger pop acts? It's kind of like this 
this show going on you know there's like a there's a bigger there's a bigger show going on but with him it's just like a guy a guitar a loop station 75,000 people at MetLife Stadium just go and it's it's crazy to watch it's crazy to watch like you can look up these videos where he's playing in like airports in Germany where there's like there's not enough people like we can't fit enough people in here it's like let's move it to an airport like race car places and it's just they literally just set up the stage and it's just like it's fucking madness um yeah like I listen to like I listen to his stuff on 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 Spotify but I listen to more of his stuff on YouTube like I go and listen to his stuff on YouTube all the time all his sets I just have a playlist of just his sets, like him and there's this great one in Moscow. There's this great one in Mexico City um, from Divide. There's the iTunes 2012 Festival. That's great. There's this guy. I think his name's like Martin Cox. He just up. He's been a fan of his forever, and he just has like full sets of him playing these random pubs when he's like 22 years old, and they're like an hour long, and it's just like I listen to those. It's weird. And, like, I guess it's not, you know, probably in, like, the music culture, it's like, oh, man, you listen to, you listen to him. I don't know. I don't, I've never, I don't think you should be in art or, like, listening, like, listening to something or liking a show or whatever. This is my just personal thought is just, like, for status. I think a lot of people listen to certain artists for status. Um, And, you know, Cool people don't listen to Ed Sheeran, but it is kind of what it is. It's like his music. I guess you could throw on 2021 crazy production and stuff on top of his songs, but it's just like, I think there's a simplicity in his work that um, travels the test of time. And when you have... I think there's a great Jamie Foxx interview that he did when he was fucking like 19 or 20 where he goes on this Jamie Foxx show and um, Jamie Foxx is just like, well, what do you want with your career? He's just like an album that people would listen to 10 years from now. And it's like equals this number two on the charts in the UK and Spotify. It's just like uh, you fucking did that. And it's it's crazy and it's cool as somebody who has um, – you know, seeing him early on, like him just exploding to the, to the, uh, like his music touching, like his, he's not as, it's, it's crazy because he's not as big as his music, if that makes sense. Um, like take someone like Billie Eilish. I saw Billie Eilish when she was 14 at, um, San Francisco Union Square. She was Apple up, up next artist. And fucking amazing. You could tell instant. You could tell with her instantly. Just like that All My Life song I played, you could tell with her instantly when she like played Ocean Eyes and stuff like that. You're like, this person is going to be a fucking superstar, you know? Um, and I think the reason, and she's like in the limelight, in the limelight, and she's a fucking god too. But in a way, Billy is bigger than her music. And... I think some of that is not her fault because people cover her so closely and um, 
you know, they like obsess about, you know, if she wears something that's not oversized, they're just like, why didn't you wear this before? It's like, I don't know. The, the way she's covered is um, quite odd. And, you know, she's, I, I love her. I fucking, um, both of her albums right here, literally on vinyl right here. I have um, Happier Than Ever and Where When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? I have them right here, literally right here next to this Barbra Streisand Superman record. Um, but, yeah, I think the reason why he's bigger than his music is that he just disappears. He lives in the small town in like the UK, outside London, and it's just like he just goes away, and he leaves for a really long time. And I still think even Adele, Adele's huge. Adele's bigger. Adele's music is still bigger than Adele, and I think that's. You know, you have two UK artists that are just fucking massive over here, and um, it's interesting to listen to, and it's cool to be like a fan of it, like from an early very early on and um the only thing i would ever switch about being a fan of his th it's the only thing and it's not really anything like actually it's kind of major i just wish he released more music like at a more rapid pace and, but at the same time it's like he cares so much about these albums and they take so long to make and he could probably write an album in a week like he did with number six collaboration project he said he would like in six months in like six weeks or whatever in a month but it's just like no i think it was like three weeks but in a way i want to it would be cool if he did like a taylor swift thing that she's doing where it's like huge project after huge project but do what he wants you know he's fucking one of the biggest things in the music industry he can do whatever he wants i'm here for it I have been, and I w always will be. So, yeah. I'm not cool. I listen to Ed Sheeran. I don't know. Bye. Who cares? <laughs>